everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Witty Banter Book Club podcast. As you can tell, <laughs> we are in person In today. the flesh. Yes. <laughs> you needed to do that for the visuals so yeah. you can see that I'm real. I'm not pretending that she's next to me. She's actually here. She's not that good at Photoshop yet. Yet. So, uh, if I'm moving around a lot, which is probably going to be the case, it is because... If you can't tell, we are filming on a different camera right now because we're obviously together. We also have a singular mic because I cannot figure out how to get the other mic to work. So I'm moving around a lot. So if you hear moving around in the audio version or if you're watching and you see me moving around a lot, mind your business. Yeah, that's so, right. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, this week, Courtney and I, we read The Wedding Crasher oh. by Mia Sosa. Yes. And uh, Courtney, why don't you tell us about this book? What is it about? Um, I will tell us about this book. But first, I want to point out that Maddie and I are actually going to a wedding today. So this book is kind of funny. But this book is about Dean. He is, I believe he's in his 30s, uh, and he is a law firm associate. He's trying to move up into the position of partner, and he's kind of had his life set up in all these neat little categories with goals. And uh, then we also have Solange. She is Brazilian. She's the female main character. She teaches uh, people to help try and get them their GEDs. Uh, And she is also very wary of love. She has very high standards and she refuses to lower them for anybody. Now these two meet on Dean's wedding day and Solange overhears some things she probably shouldn't. She interrupts the wedding uh, and then they decide to try and help Dean get a job promotion and to kind of smooth over some familiar relationships in Solange's family that they're going to a fake date and we all know how that goes um so this book is really just about them um kind of coming to terms with some of the things that are changing in their lives obviously Dean's wedding kind of gets thrown off kilter so that's something he has to deal with um and also coming together through this fake dating relationship getting to know each other's families and friends I thought it was really beautiful and cute so yeah, so, like she said, it is, it the trope in this is fake dating, um, that's pretty much the only trope, both of them yeah. are pretty happy people, you know, there's no grumpy sunshine, mm-hmm. um, there's really not a whole lot of, like, conflict between the two, and it's mostly just, like, a, a romance book, where it's just fake dating, and that's, that's the whole thing. So it was a different. It was a little refreshing from what we've been reading because every we've been reading lots of books recently that are kind of all over the place. Yeah, they have like all these different tropes. So it was nice to have just like one trope. I agree, and like I'm, they use the fake dating scenario in like a couple different instances throughout the book. So it's still very like fresh. It's not tired in that regard. Um, maybe like a little bit of friends to lovers definitely not enemies to lovers which i love but the author did a really good job this is also one of the first books we've read besides um the twisted Twisted series that has an author that is not caucasian so that's also really good we're trying to get more inclusive with some of the authors that we're having and the author in this book did a really good job of inclusion with her characters as well yeah yeah i really like i the book overall i enjoyed the book in the terms, there's certain parts of this book that I did not enjoy, and we'll <laughs> yeah, get into we'll that get when to we that. talk to the talk about the spoilers. <laughs> but there are, I mean, 
for the most part, I really liked this book. I really liked the writing of it. I thought that was my dad for a second. It's just a guy on a bike. I'm like, wait, my dad's golfing today. Um, so we're going to get into our ratings for this. If you also notice, this episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter than our usual episodes. That is because we are on a little bit of a time crunch today and we wanted to get this done. Yes. So we're going to start with our ratings. So we have four main pillars that we have. Oh, actually, we didn't talk about if we'd recommend this book yet. Yeah. Whoop. Reverse. We're going back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about if we recommend this book. So this is for recommendations for book readers in general. So would you recommend this book to a book reader? Yeah, absolutely. I would. It was a relatively short read. I did it in a couple of days. I actually just finished it a couple hours ago because I was traveling and stuff um, out here to Phoenix for this wedding. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cute, very wholesome. Uh, it's everything you look for in a romance novel, and it's also not like 600 pages like some of the other books Maddie and I have read, so I really liked it. I would recommend it. I also would recommend it. I don't think it'd be the first book I would recommend. No. It's because... I. We'll get into this, but I have, I'm like very neutral about this book. Like, I don't have any strong feelings of disdain or any strong okay. feelings of love towards it. It was just like, I enjoyed my time reading this book. Am I probably going to read it again? Probably not, but it, it was enjoyable while I read it the time that I read it. I think it like checks off all the boxes for like what a romance book should have. Um, that doesn't mean it's the most well done ever, but like everything I want in a romance novel was in here. So I liked that aspect. Yeah. So um, I would recommend it to a reader, but like I said, I wouldn't read it, read again. it again. Yeah. Um, so the next, the next uh, part is, would I recommend this to my 16 year old sister? She's in her room, by the way. Yeah. We're at her house right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, no. I would not recommend this. She, if you recall and you watched last week's episode, I said at the end of that that my sister might be joining us. Um, luckily, she didn't buy the book because halfway through it, I was like, actually, Sienna, you cannot I'm read not this allowed. book. No. Um, you are forbidden, actually, from reading it. So, uh, Yeah, I would not recommend this to my 17 or 18-year-old sister. She, My 18-year-old sister has recently delved into the world of romance reading, but I can't in good conscience you know, recommend this to my baby sister. It just feels wrong. There is some, like, there's some smut. There's gonna be a lot of that in most of the books we read, but some of them are more See, YA. The like, thing about the smut in this book is that the actual smut between the characters, I didn't think was that wasn't, intense. Like, yeah. It wasn't super descriptive like some of the other books we've read. Um, however, there's one scene in particular in this where it felt more descriptive than the actual scene between yeah. the uh, like the main characters. So because of that, I was that was the scene, and I was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that in particular is just something that like not everybody is comfortable with, but definitely not people who are under the age of majority. Yeah. So. Ye Sorry. Sorry, yeah. teens. No, for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Four pillars. <laughs> um, so we have four pillars that we like to rate our books on, and then we give it an average score, and it's not an average of, like, our tallied up our averages of it. It's how we felt averagely about the book. <laughs> so um, the first pillar is the witty banter in this book. Now, what did you think of the witty banter in this book? You know what? I really liked it. I thought there was a lot of good witty banter. I... I'm kind of like a witty banter purist though so I only gave it a four because I always think it could be better mm -hmm. like 
there's a couple books that I've read where I think could be a five, but the chemistry between Solange and Dean is really good. She's kind of snarky. He handles it well and kind of like dishes it out back. So I really liked their chemistry. Uh, and I do think a lot of their interactions were very witty. I agree. Yeah. I didn't think it was, I mean, I laughed a lot yeah. between some <laughs> of their interactions. And so like I enjoyed reading it and I thought that they had nice chemistry and I thought that they got along really well. Um, the thing is, is that, like, oh, this is, I'm going to be talking about this book forever. Things We Never Got Over was so good that, so like, good. if it doesn't, it didn't meet up, it didn't meet up with that level of Woody Banter, but this Woody Banter was still good, so I also gave it a four. Okay. Same page. Perfect. Yeah. So, the next category is the character development. Now, I think that, the thing is, is that, Solange? Is that how you mm -hmm. say her name? I think so. I had to look up how to say it and I've already forgotten. Solange. Yeah, in my head I was <laughs> in my head I was saying it really well, I was saying it like Beyonce's sister. Like that's what I was thinking. Solange, no. <laughs> yes. Isn't she, she part of Destiny's Child? I don't know. Probably. I'm pretty sure Maybe. she I think I think that she was part of Destiny's Child. Don't judge us for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, okay, to be fair, that was a little bit before we're tired. Just a our little time. bit. We're, Beyonce like, was, we're 24. Yeah, so. Beyonce was doing her solo thing by the time we were old enough to Beyonce. listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I think that she had some good character development. However, her character development wasn't necessary. Like, I think that the person of the most character development was Dean, oh, who sure. came to terms with, like, you can actually love somebody. It's fine. Like, and she just kind of, she was very consistent throughout it. She threw a little curveballs at me every now and then with her experiences. Um, but overall, I feel like Dean's character development was really good. Yeah. I think that it made sense in the way that it went, went about. Um, and I think that it was good. I don't know. Sol Solange Knowles. Um, that's not her name. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what her last name is. I for I per Pereira, per Pereira, per Perea, Perea. I think. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. Just wait until we get into like the casting because I'm gonna absolutely. I didn't do that. casting this time. That's okay. I didn't do it last time. So I have an idea in my head okay. though. I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> okay. What's your n numerical rating? Okay, my numerical rating of the hair development. Four. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't feel like she changed a lot, which is fine, because she didn't really need to. But I felt like yeah. Dean's was so good that it was, it wasn't so good, but it was good enough where I was like, this is a four. I also gave it a four. Solange is already a very independent woman. She works really hard. She has a great relationship with her mother and her aunts, who raised her with her cousins. Um, and so, like, really, the only thing that she has to get over is her really high standards. Um, and like accepting that someone can love her and it might go wrong too mm -hmm. um but dean's character development was i think really excellent he you know had been very career focused for his entire life and everything just kind of felt like a checklist that he was working his way towards to that ultimate goal of becoming partner at his law firm uh and it's just kind of a journey of him discovering like what really matters in life which is your connections with people and having like someone to come home to so i thought it was pretty good he also had some character development like with his job he didn't work at the best place it was kind of a toxic work environment and he came to realize that like he had a lot more value than mm -hmm. that and he did so i think he had an excellent character development for okay 
Um, our next category is the smut in this book. So I gave it, I didn't think it was that good. So, like, I would say, like, a two. Okay. Like, a, I mean, I didn't know. Are we talking about, like, quality or, like, con- like spiciness? Both. Okay. I think I actually gave it a three in my Instagram post. Okay. But it, was, it wasn't it was super, like, graphic or anything like that. There's just some scenes that are a little bit more than others. Um, that scene is, like, a five in terms of, like, quality of it whereas the other ones felt more like a two so like a three i think is fair okay i think i would i'd probably also give it a three if we're talking in terms of like intensity this the scenes are not that intense i've read some katie roberts books and those are like fives on like the scary spicy scale (laughs) um those don't quite reach that level there are some proclivities i would say that are unique in this book which i think lowered the score a little bit for me just because and it's fine not every romance you book you read is gonna have like vanilla smut that's right fine no that's but, not, like it's, it's it is it's the fact that that scene is so just like random it came out of nowhere it came out nowhere. of nowhere nowhere <laughs> um so yeah i would yeah. give it a three it could have been better i you know there's some that i read in books where, like, when I'm reading it, I'm, like, covering my mouth, like, shrieking, like, ah, oh, my God. That didn't really happen with this one, thank goodness, because I was reading those parts on an airplane. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about you just on an airplane, and I'm just, like, start screaming. Literally, I, like, when I'm on planes and I'm reading books like this, I have to, like, tilt it so the people next to me don't, like, look at the page. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the most raunchiest scene that you could possibly read, and you're just it like eating is. your peanuts from the. Except for I can't eat peanuts. Well, like, like, the pretzels, pretzels whatever. Yeah. And there's always like an old man next to me too, so I'm like, oh god. He sees the word like sex, and he's like, <laughs> whore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay, <laughs> so three. <laughs> um. Overall, no last category. Yeah, our last category is realism. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was gonna say overall, my rating was also a three. Okay. Well, I thought. Well, I thought she was jumping no, ahead no, no, to no, the no, overall no, no. rating for the book. No, no, no. Overall, I think that it was a three. Yeah. For this month, for sure. Um, our last pillar, which is the last important pillar, is the realism. I gave it. I don't know a three again. I guess it was. The ending is not super realistic. Um, which kind of like. It's very. Uh, what is the word? It's like a cliche, mm. you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like my whole perception has been thrown off by books like Twisted Love and like, <laughs> for like realism and stuff. I thought this book was relatively realistic, right? So like some of the struggles that Solange was facing, I think were pretty realistic. A lot of the struggles that Dean was facing were a little realistic fake dating in my opinion is never super realistic um so (laughs) my jeans are cutting into my body (laughs) so that was kind of a a negative for me and i do think the ending was very unrealistic but like i don't know i think the familial connections and stuff like that and um some of the problems they encounter just like as a developing couple are realistic but I'd probably err on the side of giving it a three just because 
I don't know. The fake dating is just never realistic in my mind. Do you know what's so funny? I was Except on- for... <sighs> Things We Never Got Over has fake dating. But in this case, it was like more extreme well, you also, like it was for his we job. also said that it wasn't realistic in that book too that's so fair. that was i think that was i the, just love that book it, so I, much you gave that book a four in realism i think because you said okay. that exact thing okay so i'm not contradicting myself no. um i saw this post though on instagram and it was four things we never got over and it was somebody saying but fake dating di- but fake dating is never really real and somebody commented on it i actually met my husband through fake dating Wow. I was like, I need to know the story about this immediately. (laughs) Immediately. Immediately. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So our overall rating of this book, like I said, I didn't have like super strong feelings towards it. I didn't have like a strong love for it or Mm -hmm. a strong hate for it. I enjoyed my time reading this book. Um, So I'm going to give it like a, a three and a half, four. Okay. So... A low four. Yeah, like a low four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I will also give it a low four. Uh, I, again, like I said, it checks all the boxes, but it's nothing to, like, write home about, I guess. Some of the things in there made me a little uncomfortable. Not that there was necessarily a need for, like, a trigger warning or anything. No. It's just, like, there's absolutely no buildup. And then yeah. it's like, hey, this is, like, a really weird scene. Yeah in your face uh so a low four yeah yeah uh, a generous four yes we are being generous yes. with the four yes um but there is another book by this author um it is called the worst best man mm-hmm. and it's actually not a prequel but it happens to her cousin before so i would read it i would read it i would read it maybe if we have another wedding to go to we can read that one yeah um we're not gonna prioritize it for the podcast this year but considering this book i would say i'd probably recommend reading some of her stuff in general yeah i would i would also the book itself is really great however i do have something to say about the quality of this book i don't know how your book was but there was like blood on some of my pages oh i don't know if it's actually blood or if it just kind of looks like blood but like look Oh, that it might just be sometimes when they're making paper, like stuff gets into the paper. That might be what it is yeah. in terms of quality. Like, I don't know. I traveled with this book yesterday, but other than that, it's just been sitting on my shelf and the edges are a little torn up. So I would say it's like super high production quality and it is $17. So I would hope yeah. for like just also, a little bit better. Can you see the binding is coming apart up there? Yeah. And like I... I don't know the I mean granted I read I don't like rip my books open either when I read them like I try and keep them from getting too um spread out but as you can see the cover is kind of bent so but this is obviously not a criticism of the author who doesn't have any control over that it's the book it's the literal book itself production quality yeah all right well with that we're going to transition into the spoiler part yes. of our review so if you have not read this book and you would like to um please come back around later and follow up with this part if you don't want to read the book but you'd like to hear our discussion about it go ahead and stay on with us yes because we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty of this oh, yeah. and specifically the scene so since valentine's day is coming up 
Courtney and I have gotten each other Valentine's Day gifts. We thought it would be kind of like a fun little thing to do in person. Uh, and since we're together, why not? Do. Yeah. To be honest, though, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I'd still do the same yeah. thing. I'd still get her a St. Patrick's Day gift. I might do that for when you come out in March. I will also do that then. Okay. Okay. So, Courtney's first gift to me. I'm <laughs> hey, feet people, click off. Yeah. I don't want you looking at my feet. She got me a pair of socks. Yes. They are candy hearts and they match her little... Well, they don't yeah. exactly match her shirt. But but they match the candy hearts That's thing. what it reminded me of. Yeah. She was like, first of all, super cute. We were texting about this because the store that has this has a bunch of other cute stuff. Um, and It's a bunch of love hearts. I don't know if you could see it from all the way over there, but it's got a bunch of love hearts and they have different romance novel tropes, tropes all over them. Um, but anyways, the socks reminded me of that, so I grabbed those for yeah. her. Yeah. So, okay, here's your first, here's your first present. Okay. <laughs> they're so cute. Okay, they're a little heart, uh, mag, <laughs> you're gonna laugh so hard, magnet, <laughs> bookmarks. Oh, <laughs> that, I'll give Maddie my second gift. <laughs> it's also heart, magnetic bookmarks. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so perfect. <laughs> valentine's day everybody i feel like these these ones are more like valentine's e because yeah. they're they're the candy heart ones but these are always good though to have i know thank you you're welcome okay so your second gift we were talking about these at barnes and noble okay. and they didn't have them at barnes and noble so i ordered them off amazon <gasps> and they are bible highlighters but they're not for the bible no they're for <laughs> law textbooks and also smut so, well, I got them with the, the idea -Bible. Of, of law textbooks, because law textbooks are made of that same paper that Bibles oh, it's are, so thin. where it's so thin, and, like, you could just bleed right through, so. so cute, thank you. You're welcome. The little pastelies. They're actually a lot darker than they look, too. Okay. So I got a pair, or a pack also, mm -hmm. so. I also got myself a pack of those magnets. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that book, you have I the magnets. I, because I was showing it to her, and I was like, shit. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. And then your last one. I got Ooh, you some fancy some tabbies tabs. for my book. Yes. Oh, thank there's you like a so hundred or one thousand two hundred of them. They're all very so beautiful colors. I hope, I hope you enjoy those. Perfect. Now I can um, color code it. Okay, so this is kind of a <laughs> gift. I bought this uh, <laughs> blush. All right, so this next one uh, is actually kind of just an oopsie that I did, but instead of returning it, I decided to give it to Maddie. Um, I bought a blush, and I have an orange allergy, and I did not realize until I got home that this uh, multi-stick by Ilya has orange peel wax in it, so I cannot put it on my face. So this is going to Maddie now. There I you can. Go. I have no allergies. High-end blush. There you go. Thank um, you. And I also selfishly got you this Creighton <laughs> Blue Jay jacket. <laughs> That's gonna keep me so warm. There you go. Represent. Wait, you can wear this now because you're so cold. I'm, no, it's for you. I know, but it's cold right now. I love how selfless you are. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Represent. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, uh, if you are still watching, if you're familiar with our podcast, we now will move into the spoiler section of this review. So, um, if you haven't read the book yet, if you're planning on reading the book after hearing our review the first time, 
of the spoiler-free parts of the book. Um, click off and then come back whenever you have actually read it. Mm -hmm. But we're going to get into the spoilers. And there is a couple of things about this book that I want to talk about because... <laughs> Okay, but we're going to go in order because that is what we decided to do well. the last few times. So. Go ahead. Oh, you have no tabs. I so. don't. I was trying to blow through this bad boy. Yeah. Okay. So my first tab is on page eight and it is oh, when. Starting early. Yeah. This is, when, <laughs> this is when they meet. Okay. And he said, uh, hold on. Oh, he has a scar. And so I wrote hot and a cute meet cute. <laughs> Because they meet by him, like, they, like, literally run into each other. And then she's like, oh, you're the dean that's getting married. And prior to this, she listened to his soon-to-be wife in a stairwell confess her love to her childhood best friend. And she yeah. was like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Very good meet cute. Very and good. scars are sexy. Yeah. You heard it here first. Okay. This is when I still got my... I, so the way that I color-coded these is I did pink because it matched the book. And I did a bright pink for a red flag. So... Oh, okay. Lots of those. This so is my, my, I'm guessing... My first red flag is on page 15. And it's when Dean is talking about how he is, you know... He's only been with Ella for six months. And I wrote, six months, oh no, Dean, baby. <laughs> oh no. No, 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 no. That's a red flag. Don't, no, that's such a short amount of time. Yeah, well, and it's not like they're, like, love-struck either, right? This yeah. is, like, the whole premise is that it's a marriage of convenience. He wants to get married to Ella because she fits his lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And they are both very ambitious. So he thinks that their careers will align well, that they'll be compatible, but not because there's any passion yeah. at all. Which I don't understand that even line of thinking because like, ev like yeah. even if it was like for convenience, wouldn't you still want to be around somebody that like you enjoyed being around? Yeah. And he didn't enjoy being around her. He was like, she'll let me not come home for dinner and I'll be fine. Yeah, like, he's like, we work on projects in our separate areas of the apartment, and yeah. we never talk or anything. He's but like, she loves firm dinners. I was like, wow. He knows so much about Such her. Such a sterile relationship. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Um, and then, it made me laugh, because on page 37, it's Solange, and she's talking about how... Um, she's like, Rem remembering the premise of my latest romance novel on my nightstand, I can't, I can't help wondering whether this could be the start of my own love story. Friends to lovers with a side of fake dating? Nah. <laughs> 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 That's not foreshadowing. No, not at all. <laughs> um, and then on page 49, they decide to fake date. And the reason why they decide to fake date is because Dean has this is so weird to me first of all why does his law firm care so much about his relationship status is that something that happens mm, i don't know i don't work at a big firm so i don't like i could see where they like the image of like a family man at a larger firm especially in like dc if they're handling big clients because from like a, a certain perspective you want to be able to connect with like more wealthy clients a lot of times they value like people who have family values and stuff mm -hmm. like that but general i mean like in the omaha legal community it's not a big deal 
Yeah, I have a hard time thinking that, like... That would be an issue. Yeah, like, well, I don't understand. So, basically, he has this guy at work. His name's Henderson. He's, like... An old crotchety man. Yeah, and he's, like, a a partner, right? Mm -hmm. And he assigns Dean... Well, he assigns Dean's nemesis at work, Peter and his wife, to take out poten- a potential new partner, right? Mm-hmm. Or associate. Associate, yeah. And to take her out and to try and convince her to join their firm opposed to joining another firm that they're also looking at. And Peter is, like, this, like, the worst person ever. Like, he, okay, he, you know who I immediately thought of? Who, who I would cast him as? Who? Pete from Mad Men. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was maybe just like the name no. thing. But yeah, like the first seasons of him, like like the first three seasons of yeah, exact Pete Campbell, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, I'm gonna fix your hair real quick. Thank you. I realized that we didn't talk about who we're gonna cast. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, for Solange, when you said that, I immediately thought of um, Gina Rodriguez, the girl who played Jane from Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. I. I think it's just because I've been watching Narcos a lot, but both of my fan casts for the main love interest in this book are from Narcos. If you say Pedro Pascal, it's not Pedro Pascal. Be, okay, I was gonna be. Dean is like white and blonde. That's, that's why I was confused. I'm like, you better not. No. Okay. So, uh, Paulina Gitan. I don't know how to say her last name. She plays Tata, which is um, Pablo Escobar's wife in Narcos. Okay. Um. And she's Colombian, so she's not Brazilian, but um, I, I literally think it's just because I've been watching that show this week. And then in my head, uh, Boyd Hallbrook, who plays Steve Murphy, he is the blonde American uh, DEA mm. agent. I literally think that show has like just skewed my perception of this book, but For that's Dean, who I would cast. The problem is with Dean, and I know that you started watching it, I can't not think about Dean from Gilmore Girls. Okay. So, like, that's who I was imagining. Because he's, like, he's a grown-up now. He's, like, a grown man now. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I could also see people arguing. I saw somebody argue that the actor who played Logan Hunsberger in Gilmore Girls. I don't know if you've gotten that far yet. Well, didn't you say that's who you would cast as Knox? No. No. Was that? For Knox, I said I was going to cast Mark from Coral Island. <laughs> I think you said you would cast... Charlie Hunnam, maybe, if there's, like, a real-life one. I'm trying to remember. I think you brought casting him up for a different book. Sidetrack. For Dean from... No, 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 no not Dean. I brought, up, I brought up Gilmore Girls because of um, Knox being similar to Luke. Luke, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, not casting him as Luke, but he's similar in personality to Luke Sorry. because off topic but he treats Wele like luke treats rory okay i can see that so from the two episodes that i've seen okay so (laughs) anyway um i saw somebody cast i saw somebody (laughs) cast logan huntsberger as dean and i i I don't like i think logan huntsberger looks like my brother so i don't Mm. yeah all right well, we'll just call it a draw for this this personal casting, all right? But yeah, I mean, I think that the, I think I was picturing them a little bit younger than you were. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They so they're ta- I think Solange, Solange is like twenty eight. Uh, Dean has been an associate for 
eight years and for reference i took one gap year and i'm gonna graduate from law school when i'm 26 so add eight years on to that that's mid-30s i yeah i mean it said that he also could have been like super smart and like i mean he was very dedicated but yeah. even so he only would have graduated at, like 24 25 okay fair enough fair enough um okay but <laughs> on to the next <laughs> on thing, the next thing. <laughs> Okay, my next tab is on page, okay, 76, top 76, that first few lines. Whoa, whoa, I'm a fan of swallowing, so no, plenty of people seem to enjoy when I yuck their yum, actually. Are we talking about the same thing? Probably not, she says. (laughs) When I yuck their yum? Gross. Disgusting. Horrifying. Don't ever say that in real life. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Okay, then I wrote... Oh, okay. Then page 99, at the very bottom, this is the part when they're, like, having dinner together. And she... This is right before they go. And she says, he's a sweet man, and my being his... He's a sweet man, and my being his plus one isn't a bother. Truth is, I want to help him... Get his happily ever after, even if the after simply means he secures the promotion of his dreams. The next page. Dean should be paying me for this bullshit. Seriously. <laughs> Quite the change. Yeah. Quite I like a change in tone. I laughed so hard. There was a couple of times that they did that in here. There was also one from Dean's perspective as well, where it's like, oh, I'm going to help him. I'm going to be so nice. And like, this is going to be fine. I can get through this. There's nothing wrong with it. And then the next scene is like, oh my God, I hate this so much. It's always Peter who does it. Peter is... Peter's the worst. He's horrible. He's a terrible person. Terrible. We'll get to why he's the worst, yeah. too. Um, okay, so then on the same page, she also said that Molly looked like Anne, uh, Anne Hathaway from The Devil Wears Prada. Ooh. And so that's who I, I guess I was picturing Anne Hathaway as his wife from that point on. So Peter Campbell and Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. I guess Trudy kind of gives, like, Anne Hathaway vibes in Mad Men. A little bit. But... All right. Terrible man. Um, and then on page... Yeah. Okay, there's... On page 110, there's another innuendo where it's like they're not talking about the same thing, but then they're talking about... It's the top, the, like, the line. This is when they go axe throwing because Solange is not like the other wives of... Uh, or girlfriends of law people. She is fun. She likes to have a yeah. little fun and do a little stuff. So her right. her idea was to take the prospective associate and her supposed supposed wife um, to dinner and then to like do things with them to show them DC. Which my head that and they're they're like we don't really want to go to the museums and I'm like okay then what is the point of going to D.C. if you don't want to go yeah. to the museum? We don't want the tourist experience. Yeah, we just want like to do fun things. So they do uh, the max throwing. Here's the line though. Okay. I'm telling you, Dean, you're going to love it. The first time I experienced the gen- adrenaline rush of gripping the shaft of the axe, I was hooked. <laughs> Sorry, that of the axe of the parentheses. Yeah, of that's the my axe. contribution. She was not that forward. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> bold. <clears throat> so that was fine. Um, and then okay, then on page one twenty one, Pete Peter Pete Campbell comes up to Dean and he tells Dean that one of his 
ex-girlfriends is throwing a party in D.C. And that they should take Kimberly, who's the associate that they're trying to uh, recruit, and her wife to this party, and it'll be really fun. But that he is the one who should propose that everybody goes to it, because if his wife, if Peter's wife finds out that he's the one who suggested it, she's going to be really mad because she doesn't like that it's his ex-girlfriend's engagement party or whatever. Which, like... Red, red flag. flags all day. I, all red day. Flag. I put red a red flag. flag all day. I said, why would you do this? You know he's an asshole. Yeah. You know he's done, you know it's, you know what he's, he, he's trying what to he's sabotage. he's capable of. You know he's trying to sabotage your career. Like, why would you do that? So anyway. Dumb. He's scavenging. Scavenging. Scouring? Scavenging. Scavenging? That's not a word. Scavenging? Are you scavenging? You're combining scouring and scavenging into one word. Okay. It's not my <laughs> fault. Okay. I don't. English is not my first language. Okay. This is just. <laughs> my first language is. Is what? <laughs> Dothraki. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that so funny? Because that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could speak Dothraki. <laughs> what if I just was sitting here and I just started going, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> um, we gotta go fast. Prioritize. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so let's skip to the party, honestly. Yeah, alright. So the party happens, and. Um, unfortunately, the, the prospective associate. Um, they cancel, they can't go. And also, so does Peter and his wife. Yeah, he's like, my wife found out, and now she's mad. So Ooh, I can't go. We can't sorry. go. So, and then Dean's he, like, And then well, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that um, Kimberly and Nia have canceled. No. And it's so, a setup. It's a setup. Obviously. But yet, for some reason, him and Dean and Solange are still like, well, let's still go anyway. Yeah. Let's still go. Let's still go. So they go to this party, and they walk in, and then immediately a guy is like, give me your phones. You gotta turn off the cameras. And they're like, uh, where are we? Okay. They're like, it's because there's VIPs. There's yeah, VIPs. There's VIPs Can't here. take pictures. Yeah. So they get inside, and everything's, like, normal. There's, like, people having hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And then somebody rings a bell. Ding. And people start getting naked. All yeah, of them, actually. All of them. And then they, they go into the bathroom, like, there's a little, well, Solange is in the bathroom, and Dean is out there by himself, and people start undressing, and he's like, oh, shoot. So he runs to the bathroom, he runs in there with her, and he's like, listen, this is not the kind of party I thought it was. And do you and know then, what she says? Much to everyone's surprise. She goes, this isn't, this is your first time? And he's At like. At a party like this? He's like, yeah, is it not <laughs> yours? And she goes, no. No. Big point. What? Like this, like she's literally a school teacher. Yeah, but I'm like, whoa, 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 she is wild. And then they're like, so you like to watch? You wanna, you wanna go out there? You wanna and go stick watch around? out there? She's like, sick. They're like, yeah, let's go Sickos. watch. So they go and they watch, and then eventually they leave. I don't remember what it is that, that, but they leave. So it turns on the oh, lights. Oh, 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 yeah, and um, also her cousin starts going into labor one oh, of her right. cousin sisters they, they were all raised together so they're basically yes. siblings so dean's like oh, i'll come we've already been to a sex party so yeah. like what's a, well birth? a birth 
And then her cousin makes him put on these like electrodes that simulate contractions in the back of the car because she wanted to do it to her husband. Her husband's stuck in traffic. So Dean's like laying in the car, like like feet up on the window, on the door, trying to like have these contractions. I was like, why would you ever agree to that as a man for a woman you don't know? Yeah, and then of course he has the audacity to be like, I had fun tonight, but I don't like you. (laughs) And he meets her whole family there because her whole family shows up and her mom's like, hmm. And then they Hmm. make out in the stairwell. Which is like a little full circle because of uh, where she found where his, she found his soon to be wife. Not so much his ex fiance at that time. Soon yeah, to be wife. professing her love to her high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Very full circle. I but when that scene happened, which is on chapter fifteen, I wrote, "What a twist!" <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, this it is was a quite lot. a twist." Um, and then oh, and then this is. Let's see. I drop my forehead to his chest. Suddenly, his fingers are in my hair, leisurely massaging my head. He lifts my chin so we're facing each other. May I kiss you? And I was thinking, I was thinking of the little fedora guy again. Milady, may, may I, I? May I kiss you? Well, and I can't really hate on this too much because, like, the author clearly wants to harp on consent in this book. Mm-hmm. Like, they especially because they're fake dating they make sure that they have signals to like yes i'm consenting to you kissing me and stuff like that i can't shit on that too much but it just felt so unnatural for him to be like hey may i kiss you uh like yeah i I did not i thought that just made me i was like (laughs) the delivery in my head was interesting in my head it was (laughs) m'lady they don't have a baby but the baby is born and then they kind of, like, get together and, you know. They do the do. They do the do. Um, um, however, he says a word in here. It's not as bad as the word that is on our band on list. On our band list. But this word made me actually laugh. And the word is combust. Mm. I wrote combust, LMAO. Also, he growls, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> combust. <laughs> I'm about to combust. <laughs> I'm about to combust out of my jeans. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so then. Sort of break up, right? Because no longer are they needed. She also needs a fake dating partner because her cousin comes into town. and. Oh, yeah. And they're she- already having sex, but then they fake having sex because they can hear her cousin having yeah. sex in the room next to them. So it's kind of like that scene from Easy A when, like, they're like, oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like that. Um, starring Joe from you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're, so that happens. They break up. They don't break up. They're like, okay, we don't need each other anymore. And he says some mean things he doesn't mean. Yeah. To try and distance that. And then, you know, she, uh, she goes to his house for some reason to, get some oh to get her birth control pills and his mom his mom's there and his mom is like oh i don't want to be alone i'm so sad and alone in this house in this apartment and she's like okay well i guess i can take you to my family's little restaurant little bodega yeah and she's like okay so she takes her down there and they're getting some food and guess who appears peter Peter. The worst person ever. And you know what he does? He 
he like is talking to his mom and it comes up that like they are fake to dean's mom to dean's mom and it comes up that they were fake dating the entire time and he like gets this sinister grin on his face and the first thing he does is he goes and he tells everybody yeah he's a real snake why does it matter that's what made me and so the, mad. And Dean like, gets fired for Yeah, that. and Dean gets They're fired like, we for need it. someone trustworthy. Yeah, and someone who actually like, has a family. He's not breaking confidentiality, yeah. giving out, like, clients information. And then what, what also made it worse is that Kimberly rejected the offer. And so because of that, they were like, oh, actually, it's probably because Dean is a big, fat liar. And that was just, I, that was like a, it was bound to happen. Like, it was a toxic work environment. So kimberly shows up and she's like actually nia and i who are trying to woo to moving here we were fake dating she's and then so, she's like but i'm actually in love with her and i don't know how so to tell her during that part where she's like talking about how she's actually in love with her i was like she started talking about how she's like she's her best friend and i was like oh that's so sweet she's like and i love her i was like oh okay oh <laughs> I was like, I was going to tell Courtney that's how I feel about her, but now <laughs> it's weird. So she's like, we were actually fake dating too because I didn't want to like be alone. So And so they create a solid real friendship, yeah. Kimberly and Dean. Um, and they both kind of are like, all right, we need to get our crap together and go get our girls. Uh, and then Kimberly introduces Dean to her dad who was like, the whole reason they were trying to hire trying to hire Kimberly is because her dad's a big wig lawyer and they wanted to get business through him. Uh, so Dean ends up working for him, gets introduced to him through Kimberly anyway. So he kind of cheats the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one part I like about the epilogue, the end of the book, is that that firm that fired him comes back around to try and get business through Kimberly's father. Kimberly's father is like, hey, Dean, why don't you meet with them and tell them to go kick rocks? Yeah. And Dean's like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. I really thought that that was really like good a, revenge. a good revenge, you know? Because, like, it could have been so much more, like, in your face. But now it's kind of more just, like, actually... We're going to be going a different direction. Yeah. I think that part's a little more realistic. But, okay, the unrealistic part of the ending is that Solange goes to Las Vegas with her guy best friend who's bisexual and also not interested in her. And, and you know who you reminded Who was I thinking of? What the hell is he in? Have you ever seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. I, I pictured think- her black roommate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of... Oh my god, what is this guy in? Describe it. He is like... He's... Oh! Oh! Um, in You, okay. season two with Love, her friend, the guy, who's like the... He's like... He's light-skinned. And oh, he's, yes, yes. He's he like is. bald. Well, and he's bald. got like a gap in his teeth. Yeah, like... Yeah, he, yeah. yeah that's... Yeah, I'm thinking about him. Yeah. That's, that's, who, like, I, that's who I was thinking of. Vibes. Yeah um he's like an aspiring actor anyways Mm -hmm. they go out to vegas for his 30th birthday and at this point he's fed up with solange and dean's bs he's like oh my god they just need to get together so he steals solange's phone she thinks she lost it Mm because they got drunk and he posts on his instagram that he and solange are gonna get married at a chapel in las vegas well he doesn't say solange he says we're getting i'm getting married at a las vegas chapel and um Max, who is uh, Dean's best friend, who's also dating Solange's cousin, texts him, and he's like, hey, I thought you should see this. So Dean books a flight 
out to Las Vegas. He's like, I gotta stop this. And then Solange's mom and her aunts show up on the flight as well. And um, it, it turns out that Brandon, Solange's friend, just he told her that he just wanted to watch a Vegas wedding to check it off his bucket list. And then he wanted to get a picture. So Dean shows up to the chapel and they're like in front of the um, minister. <laughs> and he's like, stop this wedding. And, Brit- and Brandon's like, what wedding? <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Little, little that's that's where I found it to be a little unrealistic is like, it's just very cliche in the... No, but I mean, it's like a full circle moment, you know, but it's the whole getting on a plane, flying across the country for the girl you love. Anyways, after that, they confessed their love and ended up together. And uh, that oh, is... we skipped over the poem. There is a poem. He recites a poem. About little, it's referring to cats. Like it's, literal, it's called literal cats. Little Pussy. So the innuendo there is just, I mean, astronomical, but. Yeah. And I wish I could un. Yeah rip it out of my eyes <laughs> anyways so that was the wedding crasher yes by mia sosa so we have to make this exit really quickly yeah we like gotta go get dressed we're skedaddling These, to go to not a our wedding. wedding attire yeah. believe it or not um so next week we are going to be reading secretly yours by tessa bailey which <laughs> courtney is very excited about tessa. Um, it is a new release, so the turnaround time for that one is going to be really, Pretty really, quick. really quick. Yeah. Um, but you'll probably get your first review on that book from us, so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. hopefully it's good. Cool. Um, so that's what we're doing next week. And we won't be together, unfortunately. No. But we will be back together again in March. And like, so. three episodes from this episode will be back together. Anyways, thanks for joining us. Thank you we so much will for see you next time. Happy reading!